host a new podcast on your airwaves, and we are here to stay. This is the place where it's all about creating and protecting your peace while living your healed and happy life. Start your journey to peace today. Create your peace. Live it, wear it, be it. If you don't have peace, get you some. You know it's peace and serenity. All this good energy. Uh-huh. Spreading positivity. You don't know what the place you to know be. It's And welcome to Peace and Serenity, the radio podcast inside the Peace Lounge, right here on Mixed Talk Radio. I am your host and your virtual peace influencer, Serena Linnell, and I am your girl who is all about peace and serenity. Listen, this is the place where it's all about creating, maintaining, and protecting your peace. My goal is to ensure you reach that ultimate place of true peace. Here on the Peace and Serenity radio podcast, we will have fun, we will have conversations, and we will definitely have peace. There's 151 countries, y'all, but there's only one peace and serenity. If you don't have peace, get you some. I'm out. You are tuned in to Peace and Serenity Radio Podcast inside the Peace Lounge right here on Mix Talk Radio. Whether it's the start of your day, the middle of your day, or the end of your day, we are so glad you tuned in to recharge, refuel, and refocus while riding this peace party train. It's the hottest new show, y'all. Let's go! Hey, Peace Squad, we are back and the peace party continues. Because June is Men's Health Month, Minority Mental Health Awareness Month, and African American Music Month, I wanna highlight the men, the brothers, those who are making a difference locally, nationally, or globally. Our guest is an international performing artist who is passionate about music, performing, and writing. This artist owns Ambush Music International where their mission is to continue performing all around the world, offering creative musical talent and artistic sound and vocal ability. The artist has no boundaries and no speed limits. I'm pretty sure that says a lot about this person that we're getting ready to talk to. (laughs) If they like the sound, oh, they will definitely get down. They can light up the club scene with energetic performances, proving true talent is not restricted to a single genre. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the Peace and Serenity virtual studio, MC Ambush, aka Melvin Howell. Yo, what's up, Peace Squad, Peace Squad? What's up, hey. Peace Squad? Ah! Oh, oh, with an intro like that, I don't even know what to say now. I want to come up on stage and grab my award now. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let's do it. Let's do it. Peace Squad, what up? <laughs> gang, gang, we here. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for just taking time out of uh, your busy schedule um, to chat with me. I appreciate you. And um, we just going to get right into it. Is that okay? It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you for reaching out. I'm ready to go. Let's talk. Let's get in it. <laughs> Absolutely. Woo-wee. So 
<laughs> you are joining us from Europe, but yes. you, you've had a little taste of what the States is like. Um, do you miss the States? Um, that's a funny, tricky question. Watching the news every day, because I watch CNN every day to see what's going on back home, and it looks crazy over there. I mean, for people that look like me, dress like me, Walking outside, I tell everybody, all my friends in Europe, it's like, um, I'm scared when I go back home. I only stay in my parents' house, get mom's cooking, that's it. I go to church and, you know, I go to Walmart or something like that. And they're telling me, like, watch your hands and watch this. And I'm just not used to that. Uh, I'm not right. conditioned, conditioned to that lifestyle right now. So I go home every now and then, visit the fam, then I'm back. I'm out. I'm back in Europe. And you're back. And you're back. Look at that. Y'all hear that? That's crazy. That is crazy because it's like um, I, I think what what you said that hit me was like you know it's not the same. You come here and you kind of gotta watch, like you know, you know you gotta watch out for where you take your next step and what's around you. And and like you said, you hear about all this stuff on the news, yes. um, and it's not it's not something that you're necessarily used to, you know, in your day to day. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, yeah, you got to look out for that kind of stuff. Wow. So it's different, y'all. Y'all hear that? It's different. Yes, that American news cycle is very triggering for Black Americans living in Amsterdam, I must See? say. See, that's crazy. All the way in Amsterdam, y'all. Now, um, with June being Men's Health Month and, um, you know, Minority Mental Health Awareness Month and African American Music Month, um, you know, all that's been going on in the world, the pandemic, um, even more so kind of like what we kind of hinted around the po police brutality, you know, over policing on the black and brown communities. Um, you know, it's, it, it is, it is crazy. And like you said, you know, it has an effect on you even there in Europe. And I'm glad that you, that you said that, that you pointed mm -hmm. that out. Um, because we we don't really know, right? We don't know. We mm -hmm. have no idea. Um, at least I didn't. At least I didn't. I didn't have any idea. Um, and so, you know, when everything kind of happened last year surrounding, I would say like George Floyd. Yes, yes. Right. That was like a big, like that was around the world global effects, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what were your thoughts and feelings? in response to the murder of George Floyd? That was, uh, I talk about it in my book as well, because that was very triggering for me to see. First of all, you know what happened that day, and then to watch what was going on in America at the time, you know, with the protesting, and just, just the state of affairs of everything. And that's one of the times where I don't, half of me was like, I need to be there with my people and supported what's going on. But the other half for me over here was like, no, I'm better, I'm safer over here in Amsterdam. But I would stay up till six o'clock in the morning watching the news from over in the States because I'm seven hours ahead of uh, your time right now. And I would just be watching news and what's going on. And like I said, uh, the images that I see are the images that I see in the mirror of myself, black men mm -hmm. getting shot, getting tased. And it was just one, one after another and the Dutch community, uh, they didn't really care about it as much. There were a few protests going on in the city for uh, Black Lives Matter. It had gained some awareness for a minute, but they were protests on a Saturday, then that was it. 
So mm-hmm. the Dutch people couldn't really feel it. And I was just in my house, just steaming. Like, I can't believe this is going on, but it has been going on for so long. So right, yeah, it, was, it was very triggering for me. It was hard to watch. I was up late, late nights, just following the whole story, all the stories all at once. Yeah. Um, and, you know, e- even though it is a trigger, because it was a trigger for me too. Mm-hmm. Um and because it was on the news, it's like, man, like, you know, part of us were like, man, we, we want to watch and see what's happening, what's going on. And then the other part of us is like, mm, well, maybe we're watching it too much, but we're watching it and we're waiting for like something else to happen. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, what are what are we doing about this? Like, what yeah. else, you know, wh- like, what else is going to happen before something actually changes? Yes. Um, and so um, now did you join like any of the protests out there? Did you? You well, I donated. I donated from over here to yes. Black Lives Matter cause. But for me, it was like uh, the prote- protesting they were doing over here. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of felt like they were doing it for Instagram likes, you know, gotcha. and they didn't they didn't really feel the cause. So mm-hmm. like, OK, I'll, I'll support in my own way. But yeah. That's it. That's that's it. I mean, hey, that's that's reason enough. That's reason yeah. enough. If you don't feel like they're genuine about it, why go mm-hmm. and join them? Yeah, right. Exactly. Wow. So, you know, when faced with a difficult situation or circumstance, what is your go-to? And um, and I'll be a little bit more specific. So, you know, watching all of that, you know, George Floyd and, and, and everything, it can get us down, right? Like you said, yes. it's a trigger. Yes. Um, and we can get in that like sunken state, that melancholy, depressive mm-hmm. state sometimes. Um, you know, when I say, what is your go-to? How do you protect your mental health um, as a Black man, as a man in general? Um, you know, how do you create, maintain, and protect your peace and guard yourself against those um, those bad days and that negative headspace? Yes, it's very it's very rough. It's been a roller coaster these past 13 months being locked in Amsterdam in the house, uh, not being able to travel. And I always hear my mom's voice in my background, in the back of my head saying God is in control and God got this. And I always think of uh, no matter how sad I may be sometimes or down and depressed, I think about how many people that have families that have less than what I have, how many people that can uh, take care of their kids or don't have enough money to buy simple thing like groceries, stuff that we mm-hmm. take. And I go to the grocery store every other day to get my food. And I know some families uh, are in worse position. And every time when somebody would ask me, that's what I always say. Hey, I'm still alive. I'm still here. God got me. Yeah. I, mean, I, may, I may have, I may be sad, you know, because I can't what travel. I can't what party. And so I just have a luxury problem. That's what I told all my friends during the pandemic. They were like, oh man, it's so bad. You can't do this. You can't. I said, I have a luxury problem. That's all it is. (laughs) I like it. And you know, um, (laughs) it's all about how we look at it. Right. It's it's all about our perspective about things. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, sometimes we, we have to do that. We have to change our mindset. And um, I like that. I love that. I love that. He said he had a luxury problem. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's that's all there. What's up, Peace Squad? You know what time it is. It's Peace Check time. Listen, G 
June is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month, and since I'm an overcomer and an avid mental health advocate, of course I'm going to share some facts and raise some questions to increase awareness. Let's get into it. Did you know marginalized, oppressed, and disenfranchised people have unique concerns, trauma, stress, obstacles, and challenges because of historical experiences, cultural differences, and social disparities? This is why it's extremely important to have culturally competent professionals who we can trust and who will provide a safe environment as we work together to heal and eradicate the stigma, the shame, and the mental health misdiagnosis within our communities. It's time to stand up, y'all. It's time to be real with ourselves and make a change. Let me formulate my thoughts for this here peace check inside the Peace Lounge on Mixed Talk Radio. Stay right here. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to the Peace and Serenity Radio podcast inside the Peace Lounge on Mixed Talk Radio. Let's get back to the show so we can see what the men are talking about. All right, y'all. We are chatting with none other than MC Ambush. <laughs> so um ambush please tell us because now i've done my research you know I've, I've learned a little bit about you but okay. i want you to share with us how mc ambush was born like please tell us that story um you got enough time <laughs> not really just give us the cliff notes give us the cliff notes I'll give you a breakdown, breakdown. Well, actually, it's funny because I'm from Colleen, Texas. I grew up in Long Island, New York, a military brat. That's when I got into music during the hip hop era. And then Uncle Sam sent me over here to this small country called the Netherlands when I was about 20 something years old. And 20 years later, here I am as MC Ambush touring around the world with DJ Afrojack, one of the biggest, not one of the top 10 DJs in the EDM scene. I've been working with many Dutch DJs over the past years and just just touring all around the world for, for a living and uh, over a different type of music that I didn't think I would be doing. I thought I would be a <laughs> hardcore hip hop artist. And here I am at rave festivals, jumping up and down, pumping my fists and hey, yeah! <laughs> it took some time to get here. But uh, yeah, I've been around the world doing my thing for a minute over here. Tell us about that kind of first experience. And I am talking specifically about when you first heard Eric B and Rakim's. What? Hey, yo, what? <laughs> hey, you hit me with that. You did your research. Okay. I did. <laughs> Eric B and Rakim, I think that was the one that changed my life right there is uh where I went where I wanted to go with my life and what did I want to be. School wasn't my thing. I ain't gonna I yeah, just I, school, school is not for everybody. That's what I always right. say. You are being you're have, right. Yeah, I just had a passion for music at that age. And when I heard those bells on when Eric B and Rakim, that whole tape, me and my cousin, we went to uh, Queens. Queens, we took the bus from Long Island to get that Eric B and Rakim cassette tape on the bus. And I'm listening to him like, wow, what is this? Then I just started learning his lyrics, repeating his lyrics. And, mm-hmm. and then I found out that, hey, I can do this too. I can put words that rhyme together as well. I can freestyle yes. also. I can make songs. And that was it. it. That's I knew then that's all I wanted to do. 
outside of of DJing all over the world, um, mm-hmm. you not only introduced or reacquainted music lovers to hip hop, um, but I've learned you also taught hip hop. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, that was an interesting experience. I was a hip hop teacher in the Netherlands teaching hip hop to Dutch kids. <laughs> about 16 to 17 years old and there was a mandatory class that they had to take so it's not wow. like you signed up for it it's like some kind of cultural program that all uh-huh. the dutch would take so it was me and my other friend another black american shout out to cedric and we had to go up in these dutch schools and teach the history of hip-hop and teach these kids how to rap in english was not their first language that wow. was not an easy task yeah. but you know we had to, we, it was a learning process like as we were going along now that i look back at it it was we were doing something like kind of big because some of those kids now will come up to me during the 30s now or late you'll ambush you remember me you see a grown grown kid with a beard yeah. and everything <laughs> in rap class when i was 60 years old thanks man That's you crazy my life. so yeah that that was very cool and we uh I've never taught, like I told you before, I didn't like school. So now all of a sudden I'm a teacher. So now you're teaching. Yeah, I just studied hip hop and uh, gave them my experiences and helped kids out with, you know, writing techniques, stage performance skills and things of that nature. But that was crazy. It was crazy. Being that, you know, you, you taught hip hop, you were a teacher, you taught the history of it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as you as an artist yes what is the one message that you hope your fans receive um i think my fans from people that i know from like the last 10 15 20 years from high school is that i never gave up it's like no matter how hard times were and i never listened to the people in the background and all the noise saying you couldn't do this you couldn't do that I mean, I look back at it now. I was a 20-something-year-old American in a foreign country trying to be a big hip-hop star. And I was doing it backwards because I should have stayed in America trying to do it. But, (laughs) you know, but it it eventually landed me somewhere that I never thought that I would be at, like, EDM music, like I said, electronic dance music. And my persistence, and no matter what anybody says, they, they they don't have to like it. But one thing they won't say is that I gave up. Mm-hmm. And I always, I always maintain the course and I'm not finished yet. And you know what? They will always respect the hustle. They will exactly. always respect the hustle. Exactly. That's, that's dope. That is dope. Um, so you ain't got to like it, but you go respect it. Well, I'm all about the music and I'm all about the feeling. I'm all about the vibe. Um, you know, I grew up in San Francisco, California. Shout out to the city by the bay, um, which is like a melting pot. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I grew up around all kinds of different nationalities, you know, um, different kinds of music. Um, I do come from like a musical, you know, family background. But hey, if it moves me, I love it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. And don't get me wrong, I listen to hip hop all day long in the crib. I don't listen to EDM Mm -hmm. when I'm in the house. But I won't go to no hip hop parties because, yeah, I'm too old and these kids, they. It's different. It's a little different. Yeah, it, it, it's a little different. That's all I'm going to say. No disrespect to all the hip-hop listeners out there yeah, right yeah. now. No, no, no. It's just a little different. Just yeah, a little. It's a little different. Yeah, but it's cool. I, I just, I'm just happy that I'm still able to uh, 
be doing music all over the world. special guest for stopping by the Peace and Serenity virtual studio today. I had a great time chatting with you. Keep doing what you're doing. I see you doing amazing things. Hey, it's nothing but peace and positivity mixed with good vibes over here. Let's keep the peace party going. Take a closer look into the life of a warrior named Serena Linnell in her debut memoir titled Finding Serenity. Yo, this is a must read. She's persevered with grace through her journey to peace through cancer and chaos. Serena is a breast cancer survivor, y'all, whose story is not only powerful, but it's transforming lives. She is a mental health advocate who is committed to helping people find their true identity. Be sure to visit peaceandserenity.com. Hold on, wait, you gotta write that down. That's P-E-A-C-E-A-N-D-C-Z-A-R-I-N-A-T-Y.com where you can learn more about her amazing story. And be sure to purchase your copy of Finding Serenity today. And while you're on the website, check out that Peace and Serenity merchandise. Show your support. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. You've just been officially plugged into Peace and Serenity, the podcast. What's up, Peace Squad? I want to invite you to an opportunity to party with a purpose with the National Coalition of 100 Black Women Incorporated Mega Chapter. This Saturday, June 5th, they are hosting their ninth annual scholarship fundraiser and fashion flair. The event will feature Grits and Jelly Butter performing live, Dwight Eubanks, fashion icon and Real Housewives of Atlanta personality, and comedian Mario Torrey, Comedy Central's Heart of the City. For tickets and donations, visit NC100BWMeccaG. .org or visit Eventbrite. Hey, Peace Squad, before we get out of here today, I wanted to make sure that I share with you different ways you can help support the mission of peace and serenity as we aim to spread peace throughout the world. You can donate to the show. You can donate to Random Acts of Kindness. You can donate to our Pink Christmas campaign. You can do all of this directly on our website at peaceandserenity.com. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for tuning in to the Peace and Serenity Radio Podcast inside the Peace Lounge on Mixed Talk Radio. I am your host, Serena Linnell, and you know I am your girl who is all about peace and serenity. That's all I want for y'all. I just want you to have a little peace. I love y'all. If you don't have peace, get you some. I'm out.